0: The following sermon was given on Sunday, December 9th, 2018, the second Sunday of Advent, at St. Paul's Church on Lake of the Isles in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Please be seated. A few years ago, while I was living in Kansas City, Missouri, I decided to visit a friend who was living in Memphis, Tennessee at the time. I could have used the interstate highways and driven east towards St. Louis before turning south along the Mississippi River, but for whatever reason, I decided to drive south using state highways through Springfield, Missouri. All was going according to plan until I got to Springfield. I made a quick stop at a gas station, but missed a turn and drove back onto the highway, heading in the wrong direction. Before I knew it, I was headed into unfamiliar territory. And even though I needed to be heading east, I kept driving south, hoping that I would find a road that would eventually lead me in the right direction. The exits off the state highway grew further and further apart, The further I drove south of Springfield, and soon it became abundantly clear that if I wanted to get to my destination, I would have to turn around. One can only drive so far in the wrong direction before a course correction is required. When John the Baptist arrives on the scene, he comes, the Bible says, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. John the Baptist was the leader of a Jewish movement that had seen the corruption of the political and religious institutions and found them wanting. Rather than supporting the poor and the vulnerable, they were exploiting people. Far from creating what Bishop Andy Doyle calls the Shalom Community, John the Baptist and his disciples saw these institutions using power, Wealth and fear to maintain a status quo of destruction. John also saw himself as a forerunner, the opening act to the Messiah. The Messiah, the Christ, was the one who would come bearing the kingdom of God. The Messiah would bring the kingdom of God close, reinvigorate God's mission of creating the Shalom community and invite everyone to follow in the way, this way of life. As a forerunner, John's job was one of preparation. Like my journey to Memphis, John the Baptist invited the faithful to repent, to change course, to realize that they were, that we are, heading in a wrong direction, one direction that can only lead to destruction, and that those who desire life must choose to follow the way of God, the way of grace, the way of love. Jesus tells his disciples in the Gospel of John, I come that you might have life, that you have it abundantly. The life that Jesus offers us isn't some theoretical concept or some unintelligible religious phenomenon. The life that Jesus offers us is participation in the kingdom of God, and it is a tangible reality. It can be experienced through practices like prayer, service, generosity, and reconciliation. Whatever we call it, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, the beloved community, or the Shalom community, it is not some otherworldly reality. It is near to us, within our grasp. To claim it, to walk in it, to experience it, we must reject sin, death, anger, hatred, destruction, discrimination, and injustice. Rather, we must choose to walk in grace, love, hope, and joy. We do this when we practice the way of Jesus, when we reconcile broken relationships, when we choose kindness to strangers, when we reject the sinful notion that busyness and wealth define us, when we orient our lives beyond ourselves in prayer, when we saturate our lives in biblical narratives of God's generous abundance. Like any faithful spiritual practice, it only reaps the benefits when we practice it with constancy and consistency. But if we desire to walk in a life of grace, we must do the things that make for grace. Now, I can't be the only one who takes one look at our world and sees that it is heading in the wrong direction, in a direction that only leads towards destruction. The brokenness that we see around us might be the collective result of human beings stuck in a cycle of violence, scarcity, hopelessness, and fear. Practicing the way might not seem like the way to make a huge difference in the world, but it's a start. When we cultivate the seeds of the kingdom of God within us, it can't help but to spread to others. A transformed world begins with transformed hearts. And transformed hearts begin transforming the moment we realize that we are going in the wrong direction and respond to God's gracious call to reject death and follow the way of life. Because here's the good news. We don't have to head down this path. We have another alternative. We can choose a different, higher, more excellent way. Jesus shows us and invites us to follow. We can choose the way of love pioneered by Christ and offered to all who desire to walk in the newness of life. Amen.